My guest, Damla Aktekin, is a vibrational healer of energetic wounds and a crystal healing teacher. She's passionate about empowering others become their own self-healers. She teaches and practices healing tools rooted in vibration. One of the things we talk about in this episode is how crystals can be used as a powerful tool to heal. What I love about this episode is how Damla, through her own daily self-healing practice, awakened her natural talents and gifts, which she's now using to its fullest. You can find her on her website, adropofom.com. Welcome, Damla. Your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. Welcome. Welcome to New Light Living Podcast. And today I have a lovely guest with me and her name is Damla Aktekin. And uh, I just want to, before we get into to this wonderful episode, I want to welcome you, Damla, to New Light Living Podcast. I am so happy to be here, Ulrika. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great. I am so honored to have you on. And we want to learn more about you. So before we get into today's topic, which is really around, you know, self, the, the very beautiful topic of self-healing, we want to learn more about you. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do today. Well, uh, to shorten up the last 42 years, <laughs> I grew up in Turkey and I actually started my professional life as an engineer and a business consultant. What happened for me was um, through a series of medical and personal and spiritual emergencies, I found myself first as a yoga teacher, switching from a mind-based living from my business corporate days to a body-based living with my yoga days. And then through another crisis of becoming a mom, I switched to being a vibrational healer, which is what I do right now. And I help people with healing their energetic wounds. And an energetic wound is anything that may have been um, not life-affirming or not life-confirming in your life that changed the being of your vibrational existence. And all I help people do is either through self-healing or teaching them through self-healing methodologies or partnering with them to help them heal a little deeper, to help them unweave those patterns and look at them and say, okay, this part of existence um, or this way of existing no longer works for me. How can I update it? How can I shift it and extend it? So that's the work. Oh, beautiful. Now, 
how did you know that you were a healer in that sense because you you uh, in the beginning <laughs> you didn't know right yeah. it, it was yeah. how what was the turning point for you to um, well very easy what I knew until that point wasn't working Ulrika <laughs> what I had learned up until that point through yoga um I wasn't able to get back to my senses. I was feeling myself in this deep darkness of deep exhaustion. But, but I now know that it wasn't just the exhaustion of motherhood, but all of my untended to needs and unhealed wounds were coming up to the surface. So I made a decision. Um, it wasn't so much as deciding to become a healer. My decision was I'm going to grab anything and everything that brings me more light and expansion. And um, I became interested in crystal healing. I started to work with mantras. I started to work with sound and tapping. And all of those things made me um, uh, discover parts in me that I haven't accessed before. I was used to working with my business sense and my logical sense. But even though I, I now know that I did have a way into my intuition, I hadn't owned that. So through those healing tools, I began to um, reach into other parts of myself and other parts of my existence. So then I realized this is something that I can help uh, others to do. But even with that, it was the decision point was again, in another intention, I said, okay, here I am, I'm finding relief through these tools. It, for my next step in life, I just want you want love <laughs> to use me for good, for love. And it could have been, love could have sent me back to the office, back to the corporate world, but she didn't. So here I am helping people or wanting to help people heal. <laughs> Wow, that's such an inspiration because what, what I'm hearing from you is that you really tapped into a side of you that was there all along, but had been, you know, tucked away or not focused on. And, and isn't it so that all of us really have a lot of talents and gifts that, that we naturally have, but we may not have tapped into yet. So that's such an inspirational story that you have. And uh, clearly now we can see your light, we can hear your light. <laughs> so so yes. what a great blessing that you uh, did grab hold of that opportunity and love that. Yeah, thank you. I have to say there was a, um, motherhood was definitely part of it. There's something that comes over and through to becoming, um, it's like you're the inner wild animal awakens. Like I could already feel my intuition getting stronger with becoming pregnant. And then afterwards, it was just more of a, a louder thing that I, I couldn't decided not to ignore anymore. So, yeah. Yes. So if we move into today and today's topic and and uh, expand it a little bit further and bring it to uh, into today's situation we're in. Why do you think uh, the topic of self-healing as a broad topic is becoming more and more relevant in today's way we're living? So 
we are all vibrational droplets of om the name of my website and blog and business is a drop of om and om is uh, the seed sound sanskrit that's just uh, a description of the underlying vibration if you look into the subatomic particles into quantum realm we are vibrating particles and actually vibrations of light in a probability cloud so you as a droplet of om you live in a sea of omness and right now that sea is very wavy and full of fear so we are collectively going through an energetic wound um, and when you go through something like that just like motherhood did for me it's going to begin to awaken in you not just the stress of the moment but anything and everything you haven't healed is going to come up to the surface so um at the beginning to it of the pandemic i found myself and also because i'm an intuitive empath i began to just get more stress and more stress and stress i began i have tools to you know get myself back into center but i realized what i was craving more than anything was just being held in love and i um and I do that in my meditations, and I wanted to create that as a container, not just for myself and others. So I created an energetic uh, energy healing membership, which is called Chakra Bliss Vault. And in that, what I share is five minute, 30 minute and 45 minute silent healing sessions with crystal healing, with a little bit of a soothing mu music. Um, and the one of them, the 30 minute one is simply an energetic clearing of you, your energy field, your physical space, as well as your possessions, as well as just helping you to be. And what I now do Oracle these days, what I have been doing in the past year since having created this is I take half an hour in the day I put myself in a fetal position. And by the way, this is open to anyone and everyone. It's, it's a pretty affordable membership. I put myself in a fetal position and I let myself be held in love because as a healer, there are some um, protocols like I need to, um, I call for your highest vibrational helpers. I call for your divine help and the divine in the soup is what I'm calling for it in the container. As a healer, I don't even want to do that for myself. I just want to listen to that and immerse myself. And the reason for that is as we're going through traumatic um, times, it's so important to give your nervous system a chance to unfold a chance to not get, um, not create more wounding and more strictness and stuckness in your system. So your first and foremost job, whether you do it through, you know, what I'm offering, or you find your own way of doing this, just even 15 minutes, even, even if it's not 30 minutes, finding a way to immerse yourself in love and nervous system um, relaxation through calmness through just beingness is super super important mm, yes so much uh, you know wisdom there in terms of what we all are going through and what we actually need yeah so i love that that you're you're not only doing it for yourself which is you know where it all starts we we have to do it for ourselves so that we can help others and that's just the way you are describing your own 
you know, process and, and how important it is for you in your daily life. It means that it's important for, for all of us <laughs> too, to, to do the same in a, and as you say, um, in whatever way we, we feel that love coming back to us and, and, you know, awaken our, our senses. <laughs> yeah. uh, and some, there's something about letting yourself be held in a field of love how often do you do that how often do you let yourself be vulnerable and just let yourself feel everything you need to feel while while being held not in the loneliness of it but in the expansiveness of it where you can let things flow through you and pass through you um another thing that um people can find on my website is called uh, an EFT tapping meditation called allowing life to flow that they can download freely or they can go to my YouTube channel and uh, find it free it's freely available and that is all about helping you feel all the feelings and sensations while supporting your system by gently tapping on some meridian points. And what that does is that sends the signal of wellness and goodness and uh, parasympathetic nervous system response through your bones, through the crystalline structure of your bones. So that's another way of being held by acknowledging. Um, but the first one, just being held is just as delicious. So whichever one you're... <laughs> you're drawn to is good <laughs> yes no so beautiful and and also this opportunity we all have to to learn and and learn tools that can help us come back to ourselves in in that way so yes so beautiful yeah. now going back to your own journey Damla we we tapped into a little bit uh, how how your journey had been but Give us a little bit of more history around how you got to where you are here today. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's an evolving journey. It's still, I'm still learning and evolving. Uh, but the main thing that I've discovered about myself is that I have um, a deep desire to learn about healing and a deep desire to share what I learned. So that continues to evolve. Um, when I realized that the crystal healing that I had been practicing for myself, and I practiced that for months and months and months, I would just grab a few crystals, place them on me. I would take notes before and after each healing. I would, I wanted to make sure that it worked. And then I actually first shared it with my family and friends and, and got their reaction, which was they were getting a lot out of it. And then I decided to offer it out into the world. So um, there's a lot of um, blood, sweat and tears and love that goes into everything <laughs> that I offer. And then I always tell people, um, I respect their journey. I respect where they are. Just try and give it a try. Um, when people hear the word energy healing or vibrational healing, they're not quite sure what to expect. Just as I was, if you had told me about any of these tools, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, I would, I would just dismiss them. You know, I wouldn't even pay attention, but then life made me pay attention. <laughs> so my wish and hope for you is that you find that, um, spark a life spark in you and take responsibility for it and take steps to um tend to your needs 
and that that is an ongoing journey for me that is something i'm learning and relearning what do i need right now and what we need right now changes daily and um responding to what we need in the gentlest and most compassionate way that we can and then um moving on to um satisfying those needs leads you to a place where you have a safe enough and a, a stable enough container that you can begin to now look at the underlying wounds and begin to uncover them and that's where I feel my gift is right now in um, helping people co-create a new reality through those wounds. Yes, yes and one I'm curious Damla as far as where do you think the um, you know area, if we call it that, or topic of uh, self-healing, energy healing, w- uh, vibrational healing, sound, um, light, where do you feel this is going in the future? I'm curious to hear your perspective on that. There is a lot of research happening about it. I feel like it's going to become even more mainstream than it is right now. I feel like it will become um, part of our vocabulary. There are a lot of different people bringing in different tools into the uh, existence. Um, There's the harmonic egg, which utilizes sound and light, uh, which is actually a device that you can go in and experience. (laughs) I have uh, interviewed the creator of it. Um, there are a lot of you know, pioneers in the energy healing world that are tapping into the quantum realm. Because we're living, we're not no longer living in the Newtonian world, we're living in the quantum world. And as the science evolves, I feel like um, all these energy modalities are evolving with it. So I see it becoming a part of our lives. I see everyone... Um, coming into a comfort level with it where they can be more open to experimenting and experiencing it in their lives. Mm, Yes. Great perspective. Now, if we, if we bring our conversation to, you know, the, the area of having a daily practice and obviously you are a great example of what the result can be when you are dedicating yourself to having a regular if not daily self-healing practice and for you what would be like the best thing that have come out of your own practice for yourself in in this self-healing journey of yours yes I tell people I'm you know when I'm asked who who I am inspired by I tell people I am inspired by people who live with energetic wounds because the the energetic wound is the trauma energetic wound is the thing that hit you that huge life change um it's you moving it's you going through loss it's you um having a huge life event um it's also you going through a huge um community or a nationwide event like the pandemic so we all have wounds i haven't yet met someone who doesn't have energetic wounds but then what it takes to live in the world is you you wake up and then you put one foot in front of the other and then the other and there's a lot of pain and struggle involved and discomfort involved with it what i want people to remember and realize is that the daily practice is not a chore it is something to help you with 
making that daily existence more pleasurable, more expanded, more joyful. And the practice itself becomes the refuge that you come back to, to find the nectar and the juice and the sweetness of reconnecting to your soul, reconnecting to your vibrational essence, your drop of home, and to the vibrational essence in the universe. So why is it daily? We brush our teeth daily. We, <laughs> I don't know, you wash your face daily. And the healing that I speak of is more about um, it, you taking stock and responsibility of how you're stepping out into the world. When you wake up, are you stepping out with that anger, sadness, whatever, versus you can still have all of those, but you can take five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to tend to your energetic soup. So there's more coherence in it. And whether you do this through meditation, through singing, going into nature, crystal healing, like I do, it's completely up to you. But you take that 15, 20 minutes, and then what you get through that 15 and 20 minutes is going to carry you throughout the day. And um, it's going to take you to a new uh, level of existence. And for me as a mom, the difference is, being able to sit in in the dinner table with my daughter and being able to be present to her versus getting lost in my thoughts and my own drama. So it's not just for you. It's also for the people around you. So please take responsibility for your healing <laughs> and for your soup so that we can all live in a beautiful soup of connection together. Oh, so important. Yes. And, and I can imagine that somebody that's viewing or listening this may have this question. So I'm going to ask you that question. How does one know what set of practices or tools that are right for them? How do they know? That's a great question. Following your curiosity is one thing. And then not being afraid to try things out. Um, I often get the question of like, are crystals dangerous or people are usually afraid of being vulnerable in some way um, when they try something out so um, which is another reason I love the online tools because that's something you can try out in the comfort of your home in the privacy of your home um, you can just you know download one of my meditations and you can immerse yourself in it and then pay attention to how you feel before, during, and after. Pay attention to, without judging or labeling, what you may be feeling, noticing, sensing, experiencing. So that's going to be a guide. So follow your curiosity and um, be vigilant about um, trying things out. And don't be afraid to try them out. Mm, yeah, such great advice. And it it is really that switch that you're, talking about to start listening to ourselves and and discern what is right for us and what's not because so many times we go to a, an event or a bookshelf and pick a couple of books and like I'm gonna follow this exactly and then it's like no it doesn't feel good <laughs> or yeah so it that's such uh, important advice to really try and assess or listen to your ourselves 
how we feel if it's if it feels good it's right <laughs> i would say though i mean it's also important to um i agree with you it's also important to give yourself a certain amount of time to stick with it um i have these daily practice journal one of them is a 21 day crystal healing journal so that could be a start so you give this you don't just try it once and you're like maybe it's not the right day or the right time or whatever but if you stick with it for 21 days that's also in line with the science because um it takes our brains some time to change its structure the neuroplasticity is there but actually it actually takes about eight weeks of commitment for something to begin to really make a huge dent in your life in my experience though you're going to start to feel it in in the first or second or third time like most likely in the first or second time you're going to feel a little something it might be a little bit but it's 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 usually enough to get you hooked for you to carry you through the practice the rest of the practice mm -hmm. so give yourself a little bit of a time so you know so that you can really get a feel for this thing that you're drawn to whatever that is mm, great point about the patience yeah <laughs> because we all are conditioned to you know want a quick result but uh yeah that's a great point now when it comes to resources or practices for yourself what would you say would be that one practice or resource that have made the the biggest difference for you in your journey if you had for to me, pick one <laughs> yeah, yeah it would be crystal healing mm -hmm. it's it's become that practice that i go to because it's um allowed me to um first of all it's changed how i look at the, the world i now know that i am a crystal being as well i'm a crystal structure and i and then when i hold another crystal it's a chance to admire and hold um a part of me outside of myself, a part of me that's part of nature. And when I connect with the crystal with that kind of love and respect, I know I'm connecting with myself as well. And most of the time when I say, um, when I practice crystal healing, I actually work with the crystals and minerals that already exist in my body. 65 or more percent of the of the bones are crystals and minerals. Your uh, blood is a um, plasma or liquid crystal. So is your lymphatic system. So is your fascia and your DNA. Um, your eyes are water, 95% water. That's that's a crystal, liquid crystal right there. So um, there's a lot that's happening in you and through you i think for me the crystals allowed me to see beyond the solidness of things and they've also um they've also helped me create something beautiful i love touching them i love holding them i love the beautiful colors the sensations and um through them i'm learning and relearning to appreciate myself if that makes sense. Mm, yes, it makes so much sense. And it's, it really is this, uh, what I'm hearing you say is that it's really this sensation of feeling one with everything, not just uh, our environment, but also with yourself. And that's a beautiful connection to have. Now, if anyone listening or viewing this right now is so curious about how to kind of start their own self-healing practice what would you 
recommend? What are your top three tips on what someone could, where they can start? Well, they can always head to my website. <laughs> it's dropoffom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. And I have some uh, free meditations there that they can start with. And I have um, practice journals, daily practice journals. I call them life-changing daily practice journals. Um, I have a mantra journal, a crystal journal, and um, soon to be published, a gratitude journal that I'm working on. So those are the tools and then um, just, again, even if you don't follow my journals, just getting a journal, having some sort of um, accountability tool, something that you're just going to mark day one, day two, day three. And in the traditional practice, in the mantra practice, the tradition is that you uh, wake up and then the time between you wake up and uh, the time you sleep is the time you practice. And that's day one. And um, if you're doing like a 21 day or a 40 day practice, if you miss a day and go to sleep, you actually start back from day one to teach you the value of uh, making that commitment and keeping coming back to yourself. So for me, the, the decision point or what makes um, you keep coming back to the practice is again, not seeing it as a chore, but making it a love affair, keeping your journal by you, making sure that you touch it, you enjoy it. Um, and I always infuse my journals with a lot of love, a lot of loving questions. So it becomes a practice of like lovingly coming back to you, lovingly coming back to your essence and lovingly touching your crystals and lovingly including the life that's here in you in everything that you do. Um, so make a commitment, find a journal, and then fall in love with it. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. I love that. A love affair with yourself and your practice. That's yeah. a great, great inspiration. Now, you have mentioned it earlier here, but where can we connect with you, Dalma? Yes, uh, you can go to my website, adropofom.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook with the same handle, adropofom. And there's a quiz on my website, which is called Your Energetic Wounds Quiz. And you can take it to uh, find out what your energetic wounds might be and how they might show up in your life. I also have a little mini course on crystal healing myths. That's a great starting point if people are new to crystal healing, that's going to teach you my way of working with crystals or begin to give you an idea of my philosophy. And um, if you have any questions at all, just uh, reach out to me. Great. Thanks for sharing that, Damla. Now, before we wrap up the episode today, I'd like to ask you a personal question. And that is, what do you live by? I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I actually have like this series of beautiful quotes and sayings I have hanging here. And depending on the day, I'm drawn to a particular one. Um, right now, the question that I'm living with is what is the nectar of this moment? What is the sweetness or the, if you look deeper than the nectar, the nectar starts goes back to the flower and the flower goes back to the seeds maybe you're not quite at the nectar season but there's some sort of um 
deep hidden seed in your situation, however painful and difficult that might be. So for my gratitude journal, that's the um, question that I'm living and breathing with right now. <laughs> so what's the nectar? What's the sweetness? What's the, um, the wisdom and the delight of life that's coming up to meet me in this moment? Mm, beautiful. Well, thank you for uh, sharing your time here on New Light Living podcast today. And thank you everyone for watching and listening to this. We will be back soon with another episode. Thank you so much, Damla. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening, keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.